Hi, I'm Dave from Japanalog, and you're listening to the Denim Hunters podcast. Welcome to the Denim Hunters podcast. My name is Thomas, and I'm your host. Whether denim is your passion or your profession, or maybe both, this is the podcast for you. Denim Hunters is a blog turned consultancy platform. We direct denim business through insights, creativity, and action. If you have a denim business and you'd like to know more about how we can help you grow it, go to denimhunters.com forward slash work. Before we get to the interview, I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate that you're listening. And I have a small favor to ask of you to help me grow this podcast. Would you share it with five denim heads you know? Ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts are also more than welcome. And don't forget to subscribe to get notified when new episodes come out. Alright, we're almost ready to get to the interview. But first, here's the FAQ of this episode. So Dave, uh, a pleasure to have you on. Um, Thank you. And um, I think let's just jump right into it um, and and okay. and talk about some of the a few of the questions that you're often asked. Yeah, I get uh, actually I get some pretty hilarious questions actually, <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of complaints actually. Why why does certain jeans maker do this? Can you please tell them not to do this? And can you tell them that I'd like this? <laughs> Which is actually 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 quite funny. Um, I do actually put some of those questions through to the makers, some of the ones that are more more sort of reasonable. But uh, probably the thing I get asked the most is people asking me how much money I get or how much free stuff I get from uh, from these companies. And the answer is zero on both scores, nothing. <laughs> I do this just sort of, yeah, uh, out of love, I guess, for my for my own passion and hobby. So those are the kind of questions I usually I usually get asked. Not a lot of questions come into the actual uh, comment section of the site itself. No. Um, what I used to also do, and I still do when I when I remember to do so, is before I'll do an interview, sometimes I'll I'll throw something out there and ask people if there's any questions that they would like me to ask mm-hmm. people. So quite often, then I'll, I'll sort of get a whole raft of uh, questions of, of varying quality. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a question that you'd like me to answer or ask my guest in a future episode, you can submit it at denimhunters.com forward slash questions. You can send it in as text, which I'll then read out, or you can record it as audio, which we can then play back on the podcast. Just remember to state your name and your Instagram username. Okay, let's um, let's get to hear a bit more about who, who is Dave and uh, right. what do you do and and. I mean, why are we even talking here? So, uh, so, so let, let's start with the basics, maybe your name, yeah. your location, where you're from and, and what you do. All right. Well, it's wildly fascinating. But uh, yeah, so my name is Dave Stewart. I'm originally from a little tiny town called Nelson in British Columbia, Canada, mm-hmm. about 7,000 people. Uh, yeah. And I've, I came to Japan in 99 after college, after university. And now I work at a, uh, at a private girls high school as an English teacher and running an exchange program. And I also run my my website, and I'm a single dad too, so busy, busy fella. <laughs> busy, yeah. Lots to do. <laughs> so, so 21 years in Japan now. Um, I know, I know. I to mean, say that out loud, I'm just like, holy shit, <laughs> damn. And your um, 
uh, your ex-wife, uh, or yeah, I don't know if you were married, but uh, she's Japanese, yeah. or she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And and you have your your shared daughter full time. Basically, yeah, I've sort of got legal custody, but we've been kind of doing the one week one week thing lately, yeah. and uh, it, it seems to work well. So we're gonna kind of kind of stick with that for a while. Actually, I'm kind of lying. The last six weeks, she's been here because of the coronavirus thing. Well, yeah, because I've been uh, yeah I've been off work, and her mom takes the train every day, so we kind of been yeah. She's been staying here, driving each other nuts, but yeah, it's good. <laughs> but, uh, she's a, a teenager, or pretty much. She's eleven. She'll be twelve next month. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's getting there then, I guess. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, today today was her first day of uh, grade six, so it's the first time ever. She's like, Dad, uh, can you like not walk me to school? I'm like, Oh shit, yeah, right. You're probably right. I was all ready to go and take her to school. She's like, oh yeah. I think it's time time you just stayed home. Nice. So, yeah, she's grown up. She's great though. It's nice. And you kicked Lots her, you, you told me you kicked her out of the house now that we're doing this recording. I did. Yeah. She's out playing somewhere in the park until another hour or so. So we're good. It's nice. Great. Yeah. Um, okay. So if you could describe Japanalog uh, to someone who's never heard of it, never heard of, of what, it, what it is even you do there. I would say it's an, a place where I think I, this is my little tagline on Instagram where I seek out items of quality, speak to the makers and give them an English voice. Mm-hmm. Um, one, one of the things that aside from Ironheart, um, a lot of these people, they just don't have, you know, for lack of a better, an English voice, really. I mean, people know the products, they might know the history of the company, but they don't, you know, if, if you've seen the quality of English on most Japanese websites, mm. it's pretty, it's pretty, it's pretty bad. So a lot of them are so thankful, like, oh, you know, I've, I've wanted to say this, I've wanted to you know, communicate this to the world kind of thing, but I've never, you know, I didn't, I didn't have a space or a chance or I, I didn't know how to do it. So I, I like to think of it as, as that. And as much as possible, I try to keep my own, um, what's the word, my own flavor out of some of the interviews. Like when you're translating, it's really, really tempting to sort of make things maybe funnier than they were, or, you know, the guy said something, you know, it's not going to go over that well. So you kind of censor it out. I try not to do that. Mm. So I'm, I'm as much as I can, it's sort of like a place, you know, like a, I don't know, a pantry or a cupboard. You can open it and just here's all these guys, you know, sitting there on the shelf and you just pull them out and, you know, see what they had to say on that day. Hmm. So, yeah, I try to keep myself out of it as much as I, as much, I mean, it's inevitable. Some of it's going to creep in, but yeah, so it's, it's, yeah, I, I guess that's what it is. And I hope it'll become a bit of a, um, I mean, there's only so many people you can interview. So eventually it's going to be, the interview part will be more of a, um, not a storehouse, but, uh, I, I hope a resource for people who are into Japanese denim and looking to, you know, learn more, like how did this company start? You know, where's this guy from? What was he thinking? You know, that's, so, um, that yeah. makes me think of the, one of the questions that I've gotten uh, a lot over the years. And it's like, how do you keep finding things to write about to create content oh about God. you know i know um and and i think you know uh with you yeah you you can only do the first interview once but then you can talk to someone else at the company you can go back and you can hear about yeah. some new things that they're doing or whatever you know there's always follow-up stories so i think this it's yeah. it's a resource that you're only just scratching the surface with with the first interviews uh and and you might also want to go back and and, and do the first interview again 
again. It's like, you know, okay, last time we did this, let's talk about it again, you know? So, so um, I'm, yeah, the, the, the yeah. amount of how to wash jeans guides that I have, it's like, <laughs> it, it, it's ridiculous. I mean, it, it, there's it, only so many. Yeah. You know, but, but you can keep doing it. Right? So, so, so don't, um, yeah, yeah. You, you'll have plenty to write about for sure. Um, you know what, actually, and, and this is going a little off track, uh, but, I was actually thinking as we as you were talking, um, what you could do with audio is uh, is is something that is on um, on a newspaper that we subscribe to uh, here in in our household is where you actually yeah. can have the author of that article read it out. Um, I don't know. Oh, really? Just an idea, uh, and and that's pretty simple to do. You can just read it out, and you have a little play button on on your side. I don't know. Um, could be yeah, an option. That, that would like a little audio book sort of thing. You know, because honestly, uh, f- for me, even though I mean, I I, I sometimes y- your content is um, it's too long. It's not too <laughs> long. You know, there's there's only uh, there's not too long content. Uh, talk about, it, it, there's only it's bad content. <laughs> if it's you know so right. yours isn't that's not what i'm saying but um but but yeah you you you're right i mean some people don't always have time to spend 15 20 minutes to read uh, a three four thousand word article and i and i yeah. you know been guilty of i still do write long content uh it was just an idea yeah. that i just uh had uh that maybe could yeah. be relevant um for you um, it would be interesting, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> I'm, I'm writing that down. <laughs> okay. Okay. Taking notes. <laughs> um, but okay. So you, the, you, you describe what the site is, and 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 you know. But let's talk a bit more about because I'm not sure that I I totally got why you actually started doing it. You know, it's funny. As I said at the beginning, it was sort of a, it was going to be a broad spectrum kind of um, thing that just sort of covered handmade uh, art, artisanal crafts in Japan. Mm-hmm. But I ended up doing the uh, Ironheart um, interview first, and the reaction from people was huge, like way way beyond what I what I thought. And you know, people were like, "Are you going to do another one?" You know, and I, you know, I, I assumed I would at some point, but I wasn't really. I didn't have anybody in mind. And so it sort of just picked up its own momentum and people, you know, on Reddit or, um, or Instagram, um, or just people I know personally would, you know, like, who, who are you going to do next? And, you know, that was so cool. So I kind of, I kind of sort of fell into it, I guess. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really. And the other funny thing is, is I, I envision my, my biggest challenge would be content, like finding you know, tricking people into doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. But it, it's been, it's been the opposite. It's, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been a wealth of riches really. I mean, there's the only, I think Ebisu told me no. Okay. <laughs> oh, and Oni told me no as well. But other than that, everyone's been like, dude, absolutely. Yeah. Like, please come on over. So. Yeah. And, and I guess I've been I lucky mean, that way. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's obviously because they, they like what you've done previously, but I think it's also, like you said, they see the opportunity in you giving them that English voice that they might have had yeah. uh, trouble, you know, ha- you know, that they might never have had before. Um, so, so, so I think yeah. that's interesting. Um, it's so, true. So, okay. 
Dave, you're um, you still work full time, right? I mean, you, I I do. This is oh my and, God, and, yes, I do. So, and you work <laughs> you you're in Japan, so you work full time, proper full time, I guess. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So you do this while you're also um, a single dad um, with your daughter uh, living with you, yeah. uh, at least part part time. Um, and you yeah. do this in in evenings and weekends, I guess. And, and there's no money, um, so I guess yeah. you sense where I'm going. Uh, what do you? Yeah. I mean, what what's next for Japan alone? Uh, are exactly. We, you know, what do you th- what are your thoughts on like? Okay, could you possibly make some sort of living doing this? Or I'm, I'm sure you must have thought about th- those things. Yeah. In fact, it's funny. I I um, you'll know Merv from Okayama Denim. For sure. Did, yeah. I I. Right before this, I literally sat in a park with him for like an hour, just like two hours ago. Mm. <laughs> and we were talking about this very thing. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect it to sort of get as big as it has. And I also didn't expect it to be as time intensive and as expensive as I had originally. Actually, I had no concept of that at the beginning. But yeah, as I get into it, there's going to have to be at some point, um, somehow <laughs> a monetizing, I think, of of what I'm doing. Um, but I don't regret starting out this way. I think one of the things that, aside from me being able to speak Japanese and knowing the customs is, I think people, they kind of like are a lot more open when they see like, okay, this guy doesn't really want anything from us. He's not an advertiser. We don't know what he is, but he seems all right, you know? Yeah. So I'm, it'll be curious to see what happens at some point when I say, you know, look guys, I, you know, the first time around, okay, I've, you know, <laughs> it's it's been, it's been good for you guys. It's been good for me, but I, at the very least, I don't want to lose money. No. Now, as far as how that would go, you know, I have this impossible dream in my head that I don't know how it would ever work. But aside, instead of, you know, sort of charging each individual company, either in money or in product or something, um, it would be amazing if if we had something like, sort of like the equivalent of, of the, you know, the Denmark tourism board or something for Japanese denim, oh, yeah, yeah. which is, which, which would be something where say they pay like a straight fee of, of however much a year. And that would come with a certain amount of, of, of coverage kind of thing. Right. Um, so it's basically like prom- promoting tourism to go to Japan and buy denim or, you know, buy Japanese denim in general, something like that. I think so. Yeah. You know, just, just stir up interest in whatever sense. I mean, I'm sure for them, of course that would mean sales. Yeah. Um, but I don't know of any other sites that are really doing, I mean, my, mine isn't the best by any stretch, but I don't know any that's doing exactly what I'm doing. So I think there's some value in it. And I think they see that. I'm just such a shy guy too. Like I, yeah, like, you know, at first it never yeah. occurred, it occurred to me, but now I'm kind of like, you know, I've never even got a, a discount or anything. Like and I've never got a free thing, nothing, which, you know, fair enough. I've never asked, but at the same time, you know, like Merv was telling me today, he's like, dude, maybe, you know, maybe you just, like I've spent thousands of dollars doing these, right? Which is fine. I'm learning a lot and, and it's, I've never asked. So I can't, I can't be too, uh, have any hard feelings about it. But at some point I, I'm going to need to do something. It'll be interesting to see how, what the reaction is actually. So have you, uh, have you reached out to any of these local councils, uh, tourism things or, uh, or yet? I did at the very beginning, uh, the, um, what do they call it? The chamber of commerce, the business right, chamber right. in Okayama. Yeah. and in Kojima City. And they were sort of like, well, we don't really know what you mean, and you're <laughs> actually from Osaka, so why don't you ask them <laughs> kind of thing. 
but I, I didn't I didn't have much to show at that point. No. I mean, I, I just kind of said this is what I'd like to do, but maybe you know, maybe now, yeah, it might be worth worth going back. Yeah, to. I mean, ideas if they're just ideas are essentially worthless. It's all about execution, I think. Um, right. So yeah, so so, right. so once you prove you can execute and you can actually do what you want to do, uh, it's going to be a lot more convincing. And since you're you know, I guess by this point, becoming like a friend to a lot of these uh, people, yeah. I mean, the bosses of yeah. all these companies, you know, what you should have, yeah. you should have them, you know, maybe collectively help reach out and say, hey, what Dave is doing is actually worth something. And uh, please pay him some money. <laughs> something like that. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, it, it I, has, cr- it has crossed my mind. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you, you never asked them for anything, you, you never got a discount, you never got something for free, you know, if no, nope, if never, if you if you draft up that email or whatever and and get them to sign it, something like that, you know, I'm sure they'd yeah. be happy to do it. Um, but yeah, in, yeah. In fact, what I do, I mean, just because you know, I don't mind being generous, is I I before each interview, I give each person a bottle of Canadian whiskey, unopened, of course. I mean, we don't drink it for the interview, obviously, but just as a token of uh of of I don't know what good goodwill, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But. Uh, yeah, we're pretty good buddies after all that. So. <laughs> after that whiskey is done. Yeah, after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that is uh, that is actually, right. I think, knowing the customs uh, of of where you live. Uh, you know, I would yeah. never. Yeah. Now I feel a little bad. You know, I would never think You're of right. doing something like that. I mean, I did. I didn't give you any whiskey to come on this show. So, um, well, <laughs> yeah, right. I, I should get it in the mail yeah. once we're done. Then. <laughs> well, but, uh, uh, what what. What some companies are doing now, though, um, because of the whole COVID, the coronavirus thing here is, is sending me stuff to photograph here, and then I send it back. Whereas normally I would just go to these places and you know say, "What's new? What's up? Can I take some pictures of of whatever's new?" Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, so we've kind of been doing that by uh, remotely, hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. Nice. Great. Um, okay, so so you've been in Japan for for twenty one years at this point, and yes, um, yeah, but you're you know, fascination with, with Japanese denim. That's fairly recent. That or, is or? very, very recent. In fact, it's about a probably a year and a half, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm a baby. <laughs> so, so yeah, I guess some listeners will, will think, wow, all those years in Japan and you only just discovered <laughs> What a waste. What was that guy doing? Oh. Well, I guess, I mean, to be fair, I've, I've got a closet full of Edwin jeans. I mean, I, I for me, that kind of was Japanese jeans when I came here. I didn't, uh, you know, I didn't know any of the brands that I'm sort of into now, but I did know Edwin at, at the very least. So I sort of ditched my Levi's and Buffalo's when I arrived here and stocked up on Edwin's, which I still have in the closet. So your, I don't wear them much anymore. Sorry, sorry. Your Buffalo's? Yeah. Do you remember those? Did you guys get those Buffalo jeans? Oh my God. No. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay. I was thinking about, I, I thought you meant like the Buffalo shoes, if you remember oh, those. Oh, no, no, no. Oh. <laughs> Buffalo jeans are nightmares. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm glad uh, I left them in Canada. But, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, um, so how do you get into it? Yeah, it's kind of a, a bit of a romantic story, I, susp- I suppose, but I was, uh, yeah, going down the YouTube rabbit hole one night, having a couple beers and there was a, a video on there that, uh, Japan blue or Momotaro had, um, had posted and it's about 20 or 25 minutes and it's sort of a romanticized version of, how they make their jeans. I, I don't know if you've seen it. Sort of like from 
Is it is it one where they where they hand weave it? Or, no, or, no, this which, is this isn't. One? They don't hand weave it, but it sort of it starts with a you know beautiful ocean and music and the guy opening the back of the big truck and there's the Zimbabwe denim and it's pretty romanticized. I found out later. I mean, it's got like one man and one old lady weaving and doing all the sewing and everything. But I was actually in tears at the end of it. I I, I don't know what happened. I was hmm. like, holy shit, that's that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. So the next day, literally the next day, I went to Momotaro shop here in Osaka and bought bought my first pair nice and that okay. was yeah so you live in you yeah you live in osaka then we we learned yeah now. okay yeah um yeah and, and that's yeah. then like a year and a half ago or a couple of years ago or something like that yeah it was sort of december 2018 i guess november 2018 kind of thing and from there yeah i just i just yeah i, I couldn't stop <laughs> so that was your first pair of like um again quote unquote real raw denim jeans it was, yeah, it was. Be, be, you were buying pre-wash jeans up until then, or, or just random normal jeans, or yeah, sort of the pre-wash Edwin Edwin jeans, which okay. yeah, which I thought okay. were pretty pretty cool until I discovered, yeah. Well, well yeah, no offense, it, it's it's fine for a lot of people, but uh, but it's not what we're really into, I guess. No. Uh, the, at least not the pre-washing. So, um, no. right, and and so November December eighteen, and yeah. then like a year uh, six months later or something you have your website going i mean I what did. what what happened i mean how did it go so fast yeah i knew you were gonna ask me that and i'm kind of like thinking back like shit what the hell actually happened i i don't really know i think what happened is i i got the jeans and then i got a couple more pairs and i i had no idea that there's a whole you know world out there of people that are you know into this stuff and loving it so i started you know I started on, on Instagram and, and on Reddit and seeing like, holy shit, there's like, I'm not the only one. <laughs> there's like a ton of people, yeah. you know, this has yeah. been going for a while. It's not something new I've discovered. So I started thinking, you know, newly divorced, I, I have time or I thought I would have time. Um, and I've always loved writing. So I thought, why don't I, you know, make a, make some kind of a, of a website out of this. Mm -hmm. um, and that's, that's sort of how it started. Just, just like that. And and I mean, you obviously have an advantage over all of us Westerners who don't speak Japanese because you're fluent in Japanese. You, yeah, you've been living there 20 years. So, and you have a Japanese ex-wife or your, your daughter, obviously, I guess, speaks Japanese. So, I mean, you can, yeah, you can yeah. communicate with, with everyone at I these can, yeah. companies that most of us were like, oh shit, if we could just understand, you know, get into their minds, like, you know, but, uh, so, yeah. so you obviously have that advantage, I think. And it's, it's really, um, that's, I think your USP to what you do. I mean, it, it's, it's, uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. And I, I should actually back up just a tiny bit here. When, when I actually first started up the site, you can actually see now on the sort of the logo of the site, there's nothing actually that says denim. My original thing was, it was just going to be handmade sort of Japanese crafts of which denim would mm. be a part. I want to do handmade yeah. pipes, handmade swords, uh, you know, kimono fabrics, but it just, it right. just kind of denim sort of, that, that's a whole world on its own. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And I also, I didn't know what kind of site, like I thought, what am I going to do? Like, okay, there's a lot of review sites already out there. You know what? Mm -hmm. So it didn't occur to me immediately the, the whole interview thing, but I started to think, what is it that I, that I can do that maybe a lot of other people maybe couldn't do. So first yeah. was I'm, I'm geographically here. I'm close to the, to the actual people who make it and I can speak Japanese. So that's sort of how the, the interview thing kind of popped up, but I didn't actually have that in my mind when I first made up the site. Hmm. Interesting. 
So, and, and uh, but again, just making a, because your site now, it's, um, without getting too technical, you run it on WordPress or how do you do things? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah. funny because I mean, I, but yeah, yeah I, I mean, I've been doing, so my site has been on WordPress since it started and it's, it's coming up in 10 years and I'm still like a relatively newbie to it. Uh, so I just, I mean, I know from experience that getting something up to where it you are. It was a bit of a nightmare. I mean, I, I thought it'd take a, like a week or a couple of days. And I, so I said, yeah. I get two months off in the summer. So I went back to Canada. It took me the whole two months. I was on it every single day and I don't know anything about computers. So I was, I was struggling. <laughs> I was struggling. <laughs> I yeah, couldn't okay. believe it. Oh my God. Yeah. It, it yeah. was, it was, it was rough, but, uh, and even now it's been so long that I actually, I was literally looking up how to do it on the internet as I was doing it. So now when I go back and try to change things, I actually can't remember how the whole thing, how I put the whole thing together. <laughs> so yeah, right. I might need some help, help eventually on that. Shoe stringing it together. Yeah. That's, that's fine. I mean, you know, it, it, for most people, it doesn't really matter. It's, uh, as long as the content is good, uh, then, you know, you can be, you'll forgive, uh, any slight issues, I think. So, um, no worries. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that's that will be the case, <laughs> <laughs> right? But um, so so let's talk a bit about you know you you got this idea and you you spend a couple of months setting up the website, mm -hmm. uh, you're ready to go, uh, yeah. But then you need to get in touch with these people. You know how did how did that come along? It was actually um, I'm trying to think now. There's a um, a site based out of New York called Stridewise which is yeah. actually like a, a boot review place. I mm -hmm. somehow got put in touch with him. I can't remember if I approached him or he approached me. I'm not sure. But my original idea was he, I can't remember if he wanted or I offered, was to do something on Japanese denim. And so my original, the first thing, my first uh, interviewer ever was with uh, Haraki-san from Ironheart. And that was originally going to be for Stridewise. But it took hmm. me it took me so much work and effort, and I thought, you know what, I might just keep this and and like make something of it and like do a whole bunch more. So I did end up it, writing writing a different article for him. So it's all good there. But uh, yeah, because yeah. because what you were venturing into there would be like guest blogging, and then was there any money in that, or or would it just be you were giving it away, or, or how was that? I think I think there was mention of maybe money at some point, but mm -hmm. no, I think it was more of, of giving it away. And I didn't realize how much work it was. No, actually I, I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. You know, and to, but to be honest, you know, if anyone who reads my articles, the first one, the, um, I mean, Haraki-san, he didn't know. He was like, who, who's this joker? Like what, what the hell? I had to kind of beg him to do it, but it was, that one was actually done, um, uh, by over email. So it's kind of got like a stiff sort of stilted quality to it because they were just literally emailing. We we're just literally emailing back and forth. Okay. So that one, that was the first, the first and only one that I did that way. And then after it was all face to face. Okay. But after that. Yeah. Because I mean, I guess you would then, would you then email him in, uh, in Japanese or, and then translate it to English afterwards? Or how would, how, how did you do that? Even? Yeah. 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 It all had to be in Japanese. All yeah. right. And, but, and, and all your conversations. So the way you do it now, you go out and you meet the people and you you yep. have an interview recorded on on tape or something or how do you yeah so what i i usually just usually about an hour and a half talking mm -hmm. um and i just record it on the iphone yeah on the um on memos the voice yeah. message yeah. app yeah. the memos app yeah and uh and then come home and listen to it like five seconds stop five seconds stop five like it, it takes probably 
four, five, six days sometimes to to translate an hour and a half. So it's uh, wow. it's pretty it's pretty t- time intensive, yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Well, yeah, yeah. And I, did you did you look into uh, you know anything that could like help you transcribe it and then maybe translate it later, or, or are you not at you don't want to do that yet, or don't want to do it? No, I don't. I haven't had to. I actually find I find the whole process kind of interesting. Actually, I don't mm-hmm. I don't actually mind doing that. Okay, um, it is. I mean, there's a lot of challenges in translating things properly, but. Um, yeah, overall, overall, I, I enjoy it. Okay, um, I'm always freaked out though that that uh, you know the recording is going to be lost, or I, pre- I should probably have a backup. You know. Yeah, I mean, if you do uh, it on your phone, it 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 usually syncs to the cloud once you get on Wi-Fi or something like that. But oh, uh, okay, yeah, that's, that's um, good to know. Part of the process then is also actually you know creating creating it. I mean, go, so going home with that recording and listening again, yeah. and, you know, and 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 transcribing and so you transcribe and translate in, in in one go, or how do you do it? Yeah, b- pretty much. I just listen to it and, and write it into Japanese. So you listen and in, it, so you listen in Japanese. You write in Japanese, and then afterwards you translate into English. No, I don't write it in Japanese. I don't bother. I just listen to it okay, in Japanese no, 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 no. and write it into English. Yeah, makes but, sense. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, there's a bit of an art to it because you know things can be translated literally, and I mean these guys are all have different personalities. They're all different ages different ways of speaking and i have to kind of you know somehow make that translate well into english which is which which is a challenge but again that's fun it's fun yeah so yeah 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 but yeah i i I recognize you know that um that the process of actually creating the content can be somehow the most uh fun even you know the most rewarding where you sort of get sucked into it and uh so so i I totally recognize that um something else that you also uh do pretty well is take photos ah Um, thank you thank you thank you yeah so so i mean obviously that's a big part of it as well you know having proper photos uh uh, great quality and and obviously I, i think you have an eye for it so um so how did you learn that is that also recent or did you that's all before you not really that's also kind of super recent and i'm just working with kind of budget budget gear kind of thing but um Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's actually been a fun fun sort of learning process i mean i guess i've kind of loved photography always but uh yeah only in the last year i guess that i've actually kind of got more serious i mean i don't i don't have any good good gear or anything like that but yeah i think it makes a big difference especially on instagram obviously but uh and they seem happy about that more so now um some companies are actually now just sending me stuff to like can you please just photograph this and put it on your <laughs> on instagram please like free advertising right so yeah, yeah. but that that's so, so been t- fun too what kind of i mean this might get a little technical but i know yeah. some of the listeners they would actually want to know and i want to know so i'm going to ask you <laughs> yep. what, so what kind of camera do you are you are you on is it a dslr or what, what no it's a doing? fuji fuji xt 20 or 30 i can't remember ah, fuji xt okay. okay yeah and even all my macro shots i just have a little extension tube i can't actually yeah. afford a, a a proper lens yet so i just little extension tube on the kit lens and it, it works really really well actually once you super shallow depth of field but it's yeah. uh yeah if you're patient you take a lot of shots you, you get some good ones for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well so we've been um we've been talking about you know how you do things um with your side and how you get your photos something else i, I was thinking about um did you have you I mean, i'm sure you must have thought of it but 
what are your reflections on on other media to sort of spread these stories? I mean, uh, could be audio, could be video as well. Uh, yeah. Did you did you think about it? Have you have you done any testing of that? Is that something you plan to do? It's it's funny you should ask that because that probably is one of the top three questions I do get asked is why don't God why don't you do video? Like people would just go nuts for videos of these guys, you know, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. and I I agree with that um the only reason i haven't well there's a few reasons actually um firstly i don't think a lot of these guys would be as open at least not for as long in front of a camera i don't think and the process of of subtitling would just i mean i just i just couldn't do it but i i do i do see the uh you know the the, what's the word the attraction of, of doing it that way i'd love to be able to do that but I just yeah, yeah. A, lot, a lot of these guys are kind of shy fellows actually, and even with the camera or with the uh, iPhone on the table, they're sort of you know glancing down at it like shit. So I'm not yeah, sure how yeah. they how they do with the camera in their face, but but it would be cool. It's something to think about for the future actually. Yeah, um, and yeah. I and I think the I mean so 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 subtitling is one thing, but but you also have to consider. I mean if. It's like for me, uh, I mean, if you watch a French movie, you sort of get a little, you you know, you get a little, if you don't understand the language, for me, I don't understand French. So so that's why the example, it's like you have to, you don't understand shit really of what's going on. And with Japanese, it's even more, right? Of course, yeah. (laughs) so, so, So you would have to do... Maybe something similar to what you did with that uh, that um, Instagram live thing you did with Mickey from uh, Full Count, where yeah. you were sort of translating uh, live as you, as you went along, uh, which obviously makes it a little bit uh, you know it, it it slows down the pace, it takes out some of the natural yeah. conversation of it, um, yeah. and you have to be both interview and translator all at once, and then yeah. maybe also camera operator. So I, I I mean I totally get that that it might be um, a little you know, uh, daunting to, to, to think of doing something. I mean, and, and, and that's even, you know, considering that you, if you convince them to do it, um, so, so, so interesting. What about, I mean, what about what we're doing now? Did you, do you think audio could work any, any way, or would that be even worse, uh, listening I, to Japanese? Uh, or what yeah. I wonder, I'm not sure how, how you convey the English meaning no. through, through an audio recording. I'm not, I'm not actually sure. See, with Mickey from Full Count, he's he's a bit of an anomaly. Like he he's the only one that I know that actually speaks any level of English. Yeah. So I, I didn't even know he was going to do that. On I thought I was going to translate the whole thing, but he just spoke English the whole time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that kind of worked, but uh, I'm not sure how no. the thing would would work. No. What 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 could maybe be interesting because you have access more or less at this point to these companies and maybe even to their facilities. So, so what I would love to hear and, 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 uh, would be, you could do some sort of, uh, like, uh, where you go out into the field with, with, a with a microphone or something like that. And, you yeah. know, just hearing the, the humming of the, of the weaves and, and stuff like that. Uh, anyway, yeah. um, that's just something I think would be, uh, interesting to listen to, um, that, just well an I think idea i think you're right yeah i think yeah. you're right i mean i was it last month or two months ago i was i got called down to um to kojima where um japan blue and momotaro the collect mills they opened their new they have a now a new mill right in front of the station there mm-hmm. and uh you can actually do tours there now you can actually just just show up and go in and actually watch salvage denim being made 
Wow. Um, so actually, I actually did do a series of videos there that I did put on Instagram and they were pretty, pretty popular. Actually, people like that. Just hearing the bang, bang, bang of the machines and actually yeah. seeing them moving and stuff like that. There was no translation needed, obviously. I mean, it was, it was pretty obvious what was happening. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's interesting. It'd be interesting to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, well, another thing is on, sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no, no. You, you, you're the guest. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm I, the guest. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to, I was just thinking something else that could work. Mm-hmm. In a video, a video sense would be on the 31st of May. I think we're going to go out if the coronavirus thing here allows us to. Uh, Samurai is going to do their um, their cotton planting for the year. Wow! So that that might be something people would be interested to see. I think. Yeah, they, for they have sure. their own cotton field outside of Osaka. I think I think they're one of the only denim companies I know that that even attempts to do that. What Samurai also does, which is kind of fascinating, is along with the cotton that they grow in their field. They give customers free packages of cotton seeds and customers grow cotton at the, at home, like on their balcony or whatever. And then they go around and collect it. And it's like, it's like a little baggie from each house. <laughs> and they like put it all together to make a couple pairs of jeans. Just nuts. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Right. Um, so let's, uh, okay. Looking at my questions again, yeah. um, we talked about why you started it. We talked about, you know, what you want to achieve, at least, you know, that possibly, possibly making some sort of living from doing it and and your ideas on that. Um, Let's talk a bit about um, some of the the brands that inspire you. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give a bit of a lame answer for that and say all of them in certain (laughs) ways. Like I, but I mean, uh, I think you, it, it, it seems you have a thing for samurai. Uh, or am I? I I I really like Nogami-san. I, I like. I just like. I think he's hilarious. He just cracks me up. He's just Osaka as Osaka can be. And I just. I don't know. Every time I see him, I start laughing. And he's just a good dude. And I think you know. This, I like the stuff they make as well. Yeah. But um, honestly, every place has such a unique charm and feel, and everybody's story is so basically. There's no sort of bread and butter normal run-of-the-mill guys that are doing this like these guys are all eccentric in their own nutty ways you know mm-hmm. um and it's really really it's 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 been really you know a real pleasure and privilege to actually meet them but samurai for sure pure pure blue japan mm-hmm. um i like tcb i like the whole i like the place and i like hajime i like inoue-san and i like the way the whole place is is set up um Oh man, there's just so many. And now there's, you know, there's all these small ones. Like uh, I just got a pair of jeans from a uh, a place called Graph Zero. Okay. Um, which is a little place in Kojima and they're just gorgeous. Um, so that that's sort of what I'm going to do next, I think, is go is go after a lot of these smaller right. kind of places. That, that, and a lot of them seem ha- ha- yeah. happy to stay small. Yeah, yeah and I, I guess it, it's uh, many of these companies have never been, you know, promoted outside of Japan. I mean, uh, a lot of us will have never yeah. heard of many of these companies. So um, that's yeah. that's going to be interesting to to follow. Um, what about retailers? Because I, I mean, I've been to Japan once, and and um, yeah. what you know, the, the retail scene is obviously different than what we maybe have in Europe and in the US. Uh, it's more. It's more yep. brand stores, right? Or or did I? It is. Yeah. Okay. So. It is. Although I mean, they've they've got everything here. But for me, um, as far as retailers, the only ones I really use would be Denimio and Okayama Denim. 
So they are mul- um, they're, they're like classic multi-brand retailers uh, where it's not only one brand in the store then. No, they they have and that's that's all done um just online too. I don't actually go to the stores. Okay. But um yeah, they stock, you know, all manner of Japanese denim, but they also do a lot of collaborations. So Denimio will have their own you know, run of tanuki, of oni, of samurai, and so will Okayama denim. Yeah. So both those places, oh, Mur, Mur from Okayama denim is just a just a gem of a guy. He's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> but but to be honest, most of the stuff I buy is is just directly from the shops. That's kind of how. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm spoiled. I live in Osaka, right? So it's yeah, yeah. It's kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Yeah. But again, Samurai's uh, company store is just gorgeous. It's so it looks it just looks like an old house from the outside. But you go in, it's just oh, it's denim heaven in there. <laughs> it's yeah. just beautiful. Right yeah. when 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 we went to Japan, it's been it was it's five years ago, I think. It was, yeah, 2015. I had this map made up. We um we were in Tokyo first, and then also went to um to uh, Kyoto and actually uh, visited Osaka for one day. And I had these uh, yeah. this Google you know my maps made up with um everything I could find, but obviously I couldn't I didn't. You know, only found the f- things that Westerners already know about. <laughs> so, so a lot right, of the places right, right, right. were. But yeah, I remember you know going through some of these stores, and uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's crazy. Also, one of the things that we did actually a lot was going to these um, uh, these commission stores, or where it's like secondhand. Uh, well, not real second, oh, yeah. yeah. But but you could find some. I mean, yeah, I yeah. remember in I think it was in Kyoto, like going into one of them, and there's like a wall, a massive wall of you know more some of it almost new but also worn out denim not vintage denim but you know japanese yeah. new denim like uh and it's like wow absolutely yeah i mean that you could never find anywhere else so um so the retail is just uh it's it's crazy out there yeah i mean the use if you're into used stuff here whatever it may be you're you're just going to be in heaven oh my god and the prices are incredible as soon as something's used for five minutes it's you know, worth half the price here. So it's, yeah, that, that market's huge as well. The only issue I have was, and I guess, I don't know, uh, you're also, um, you're, you're Canadian, you're a, a <laughs> bigger than most Japanese. So, so uh, uh, well, when I was finding stuff, it's like, oh yes, it's like a medium or small, like fuck. And that's yeah. tiny. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so a lot of the stuff you can't fit into anyway, but, uh, no. but I, I remember the, the fun of that hunt um, in, in retail stores in Japan. Yeah. Um, yeah, for for boots and jackets or shirts, forget it. I mean, it's impossible for me. But for jeans, I'm a 31, 32. I, I can I can find jeans, but mm. anything else, yeah, it's look looking only. Nothing fits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So, have you had a chance? I mean, you've you've been out to apart from uh, you just mentioned that uh, you went to collect and and their new mill, but you've also been to some of the other mills uh, to to see production out there. I actually haven't. I haven't been to the mills. Um, I'm supposed to go with um, Iwaya-san from Pure Blue Japan, but if, then the whole coronavirus thing kind of mm. popped up, so we're just waiting. Yeah. So, to, yeah, I haven't actually, aside from from Collect, which is actually called Kojima Weaving Mills now. Okay, okay. Um, the, well, they're the other company location anyway. Yeah. But uh, no, I haven't. <laughs> I'd love to. I can't wait. Yeah, I mean, you you yeah. you you'll get the chance for sure, and um, yeah, and and that's where maybe some of the recording, some of those noises, and and, and all of that will be interesting. Um, yeah, it's 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 it's. I mean, as you know, it's it's all a bit secretive, sort of that yeah. kind of thing. Like yeah. who 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 makes their stuff where? So you got to get 
I got to get the right person to take me at the right time. And, and, uh, and I was even told you probably can't take pictures. So no, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'll bring the whiskey in it. Probably be no problem. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, send, send a, send a box of whiskey in advance and beforehand. Then- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that you come late in the afternoon. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But I'd love to get into some of them. Yeah. 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 All of them actually. Right. So, um, so I have this, uh, this last question here, um, yeah. which is, uh, well, um, and, and this is obviously hypothetical, uh, but yeah. if your house would ever burn and assuming that your family is safety outside in safety outside, oh, what would you run back in through the flames to get? Jesus, not my cat. He's drilling all over me at the moment here. <laughs> well, can, can, can we be sa- with safe outside? Assuming he's family? Okay, okay. Ah, that's a good one. I'm a pretty practical fellow. Probably my laptop and my passport. <laughs> I'd, I'd let my, my vinyl collection burn and my, my guitars burn probably. Yeah, my laptop for sure and my passports. What? And out of here. Out of here. Yeah. Right, Okay. Fair yeah. answer. So I assume that you have all your like photos, videos of your family stored in the cloud and all of that. You 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 gotten taken care of that. I don't. I haven't. In fact, when you said cloud, I only kind of know what that is. How bad is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, it's up in the skies. I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's on servers somewhere. That is the cloud, I guess. Well, <laughs> no, I know. I should. I should. I got to back everything up. No, I haven't done that. Sorry, I have more work. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. No kidding. Right. So um, I think, uh, Dave, that uh, brings us to the end of uh, this interview. And um, right. it's been a real pleasure. It's, and uh, It's been fun talking to you too, yeah. Yeah. It's been great. I, I, um, we, we could certainly uh, get back on, um, especially once uh, there's news about, uh, you know, going out to those mills and, and possibly... Yeah. Talking to that, uh, yeah. that commerce board, I would. I think that's a great idea. So, um, yeah, yeah. So, um, last last thing is uh, obviously we need to make sure that people know where to to go and and get your content. So, uh, please tell us where can we get in touch? Where can we read all your content? Well, you can read it as www.japanalog, and that's sort of the uh, the British spelling, I guess, is J A P A N L O G U E dot com. Or it's Japanalog official on Instagram, and I'm I'm usually on there a couple times a day. So if you have any questions or anything you'd like to see, just cool. let me know. Well, again, um, this has been a yeah. pleasure, and um, yeah, thank you for coming on. Yeah, you too. You've made it to the end of this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss a future episode. And if you want to get more content about denim, go to denimhunters.com. Oh,